Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. And Adam, did you see a movie that I would very much like to see? A movie that you would very much like to see. Very much. I don't I don't I don't know about very much. I saw Black and Blue and Terminator okay, first of Dark all, Fate. Black and Blue again. Yes. You saw a bruise? What? Some, sometimes I have extra time and I got to kill 2 hours. And a lot of those times, I'll just go, oh, well, that came out, too. What is that? And Judy is not in the theaters anymore? I did not see it on our <sighs> roster. It was a limited engagement, Ew. evidently. Well, by all means, let's start with the one I've never heard of, because because I've never heard of it. Uh, Black and Blue is about a rookie cop who has come from the wrong side of the tracks, if you will, um, has been away from her her hometown for quite some time, about 10 years, I think it establishes. And she is now a police officer. And, and she realizes the murder was committed by corrupt cops, and she witnessed it. Dun, dun, dun. That's, yeah. That's actually, I'm, I'm assuming you're reading the summary, <laughs> or you're just a great guesser. I'm going to leave it with Great Guesser. And it has, um, you know, the guy from the Marvel show that's not on Netflix anymore, that guy, the hoodie guy. No, they, that's, that's, it's actually Luke the guy. Luke Cage. It's not Luke oh, Cage. Oh, wait. No, there's, there's another Marvel guy in it. I oh. didn't realize you were talking. Yes, Luke Cage is in it. He is the, um, one of, I'll call him a heavy. He's not exactly a villain, but like he, he, he is not a kind person. Like he is, hmm. he's not going to win humanitarian of the year huh. by any stretch. All right. Um, but you also have the guy that played Crossbones in uh, Civil War, and he's also the guy that tried to take Cap out in the elevator in Captain America: um, Winter Soldier. Frank uh, Frank Grillo. I, in my mind, you were going to say Gorshin. <laughs> Yes, Frank. <laughs> Riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> oh man, that would have. I would have loved. <laughs> I'm a narc officer, Batman. <laughs> there, are so, there are so few Franks in my mind. Gorshin, Gorshin is the is number one. Automatically, no. no. Gorshin is my go-to. No, he's the guy that plays the really seedy-looking S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, and in this one, he plays the really shady-looking uh, police officer. Like, apparently, this guy just, like, he's 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 just kind of a unsavory-looking character. Like, he that's the only kind of character he plays, He probably shows up with an apron and brownies on the set. Look what I made of you he's like well I, he's, well can i can i donate to any of your charitable causes and you're just like yeah sure frank but like that's the only kind of jobs he can get yeah i mean much. in a in a in a different reality honest to goodness like this guy could have played the punisher if uh shane from walking dead hadn't got the part i mean he's got the black hair he mm -hmm. looks like he'd kill you ah and i mean like i said i've never met the guy he really could be the kindest man in the world bakes brownies and like you know, builds builds saves puppies humanitarian houses with uh, uh, what uh, President Car uh, with Carter. He him and Jimmy or Carter Habitat for Humanity. Whatever. I'm sorry. I I apologize. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Yes, that's correct. That. Uh, Rosalind. Anyway, um, I actually know the code name that the Secret Service had for. 
Little Miss Amy Carter when she was like 11 years old and in the White House. Right. I'm not going to share it because it was unkind. That, you know, <laughs> if, if your boss is the president, it seems like it would be a bad idea to give his daughter an unkind nickname. It's a code name. It was secret. Right. But I'm sure like the president's probably got some clearances. I'm betting like he just be like, wait. Wait, what did you guys just speak into your wrist? It wasn't Nixon. He wasn't, you know, recording he's like, everything. He's like, no, we we didn't say that, sir. I didn't speak that into my wrist. <laughs> you're, you're speaking talking, it into your wrist right now. Since we're talking about Jimmy Carter, I have to. <laughs> and Nixon. <laughs> One of the funniest things my sister ever did. I, I have a, a childhood friend. She is uh, older, much like all my sisters. Her name is Holly, and she had moved to California. And she is a a vet of the highest order, but that's not important to the story. We grew up with her, and she moved away. So when Carter was elected, (laughs) my sisters took a Ziploc bag, filled it with peanut butter, and mailed it to her from, you know, Amy Carter White House and wrote on the back, thanks for voting for my daddy. Funny. Let let no one say that we don't hit all the demographics. <laughs> like even demographics that nobody's hit since like 1979. Like we we hit those demographics. I realize for some people he's an elder statesman and Habitat for Humanity, but I was really only conscious of him a lot as the peanut farmer. <laughs> so that that really stayed in my mind. Thanks for voting for my daddy. Thank, thanks for voting for my daddy. <laughs> Anyway, Amy Carter and Jimmy Carter are not in this film. No, they're not even mentioned in the film. (laughs) Like, they're not alluded to in the film. Like, the film's not dedicated to their eternal memory. Nothing. They don't don't talk about him in any way. None of the houses that he's built are featured in this film. Um, I'm just going to not go on about the cartoons with the attack rabbit, because that's still the funniest political cartooning I've ever seen. Apparently not a big deal if you weren't in the D.C. area when it happened. I I really enjoy the political cartoons from like the 1800s. And you're just like, wow, you were allowed to publish that in a in a national paper. Everybody thought that was cool. You could do that. Yeah. All right. Great. Okay. Super. Yep. Anyways, black and blue. Black and blue. (laughs) Um, It. It surprised me. Um, I I went into this movie not expecting a lot. A, because I don't think I'd seen a preview for it. And B, I had no idea what was going to happen in the movie. Um, I just had a couple of hours to kill. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the uh, suspense from this comes from just like her inability to know who she can trust because some of the cops are crooked. And at one point she even tries to turn to him and just be like, I have to get back to the station. But like as she's kind of using context clues from things they're doing, things they're saying, mm-hmm. she realizes these cops are not on the up and up. These are the, some of the crooked cops that like internal affairs is trying to take down at but this she point. She doesn't work for internal affairs. She just has stumbled upon. She has seen something nefarious acts. she should not have seen or they did not want her to see. And they know she saw it. Yes, they. Oh, the. the uh the, the one of the points of contention in this is that she's wearing a body cam and the, it recorded all of this information like they draw on her and one of the guys shoots her until somebody points out they go she has a body cam on we need to get that we need to get rid of it like it recorded 
all of this. And it doesn't go to the cloud? I mean... No, it's not an iPhone, Jane. All right. Right? I would think, seeing as body cams are kind of important, wouldn't it just go to the cloud? And while I'm on that thought... Airplane black boxes, shouldn't they also just, just the information? build the entire thing out of black box? That. And and how is black boxing different from red boxing? I could go on, but they're already in the clouds. Why I not just? I don't think it would be very beneficial or cost effective to make an indestructible red box <laughs> on an airplane in the event of a crash. You should be like, well, well, thank goodness, but we've got this copy of the DVD of Underdog, and it's not destroyed. I have no idea why that, what happened with the plane, but Jason Lee's Underdog, like, I mean, look at that. It's got, it's got the, the lesser of the Belushis in there as well as a, uh, another character. But not any of the Cotta family. No. Anyway. Also, uh, uh, Jim Belushi, also not in this movie. Okay. So, um, drama, uh, angst, tension. Lots of tension. Like and I said, lot, a lot better than I expected it to be. Um, at, at the end of the day, um, if it's something you could catch on, you know, like TNT or HBO or the aforementioned Red Box, I, I don't think it's a, it, it's not a waste of your time, but I definitely don't think you need to rush out to see this in the immediate. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, black and blue. Uh, is okay. If yeah, I mean it's okay. If you've got a if you got a free pass, maybe check it out. Yeah. Okay. If not, you just watch it eventually. Brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. We are in the podcast center doing parental guidance suggested. Actually, reviewing movies. Two of them today. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens, and you saw Terminator. Terminator. Dark Fate. Dark fate. Not light fate. Not uh, medium well done fate. I have a lot of questions. Sure. Go go ahead. And, and I know. You, you usually do. Like, <laughs> know we've, you... we've known each other for like two decades at this point. I, I knew that was coming. We, uh, um, yeah. Maybe. I think it's. Anyway, it's, I don't want to say three because it would make you sound old. Anyway. I'm okay. There's white in my beard at this point. Like, I mean, five years ago, could have passed for my 20s. At this point, no one's assuming that, like, I'm any lower than at least 30-something. <laughs> anyway, so, Terminator. Put me in the timeline because we know, we, the Terminator-loving public, know that Sarah Connor is in this. And Sarah that she, Connor. And that she is... Is name Sarah Connor? Sarah Connor. Sarah and she Connor. is amazing. We know Michael Bean isn't in it, though I think of him often. I, re- I really don't understand how someone... I've, like, if you ever saw the movie... Uh, Michael Bean is not in this movie. He's in Tombstone. <laughs> He's fantastic in Tombstone. He is in Aliens. He's fantastic in Aliens. He's in The Terminator. He's fantastic in the original Terminator. He is underemployed. And I have more or less described, like, the better parts of his film. Like, I don't understand how everybody in the 80s and early 90s wasn't like, we need to get this guy. I don't know if he's hard to work with. I don't know what it is. But he he has done some just great movies, and his performances were standouts in those movies, mm-hmm. and yet that's, that, that's it. And speaking of standouts, in the first Terminator as we all remember, you had a, a side view of Michael Bean um, in his birthday suit right 
not right up against, but followed by Arnold, Mr. Universe. And he held up, you know? Yep. I mean, now, Miss Arnold, of course, is a bigger, beefier type of guy. But still, it's not like, um, you know, oh, that poor guy. He No, he was... Well, I, get, and, I mean, Cameron cast him all, not not immediately thereafter, but all, apparently he he also liked the guy because he shows up in Aliens mm-hmm. a couple years later as well. And I think for the most part, he's just been hanging out with his family. Well, I mean, it, which he, is fine. He probably made like a decent chunk of change, and he doesn't seem like you know he's he's rolling around in like <sighs> expensive cars I know or I whatever. This up already, but seeing as Michael Bean is not in this movie, I must take the time. To find out what he is doing before I can continue this. Fair enough. Because um, I really, really... Oh, he's he's aging pretty well. Sergeant Kyle Reese. I thought you were just going to stop at aging. And I'm like, we are all aging. Slowly, mind you. But all of us are aging. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Wow, three wives. How about that? He's married to the third one at the moment. But that's really not... Oh, he's in the abyss, too. That's okay. another James Cameron movie. That's, I'd forgotten about that. That's not a very flattering photo. No. But it is Wikipedia, really so mm, not very flattering Somebody needs, needs to edit that. He does have five, count them, five children and, wait, for, what? He was in Greece. As what? A bit part. He was in two scenes. He was in the scene when Danny... Hits his un, he's the uncredited character that Danny Zuko hits in the stomach while playing basketball. Oh, now I have to watch Grease again. Holy I have cow. no idea. I that seems like a stupid fact that I'd know. I know. I mean, I know it now, but how do I not already know that? I know. I thought I knew all of the stupid facts. Um, yeah, he hasn't really worked much since the early aughts, but he doesn't have he was in Greece. Right. Again. I, I mean, also aliens, the abyss, yeah. like but Terminator, again, Tombstone. Serious. But yes, let's concentrate on the three-second part that he had on. As Greece. you've said it, that is the kind of nonsense you and I retain. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't retain important things. But like, if you need to know that Michael Biehn was the guy that punched Danny Zuko in the stomach, no, 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 received the punch. Received the punch. I'm sorry. Please. I'm sorry. I apologize. Unless I did just learn this fact. Unless someone like Stephen Colbert is messing with Wikipedia and just made that up because how would we know it's uncredited i would i mean he probably looks enough like himself that we could go well yeah that's that's young michael okay well now i know what i'm doing when i get home but hey he is also the people not in this movie include members of the carter family yes (laughs) yep danny danny zuko (laughs) michael bean that'd be so weird (laughs) though the terminator is hydromatic Anyway, um, which makes me think of a mystery science theater that they did some movie that had um, Jeff Goldblum. No, Grease. Jeff Conway. In okay, it. and it was <laughs> you, you didn't give me that fact. <laughs> no, we were talking about. I was Greece, like, oh, though. fine, I'll go with the Crow kept saying Jeff Conway in. <laughs> That's all I remember. Still funny. Sad. He's dead. Okay, so um, Terminator Dark Fate. Terminator Dark Fate. I need a timeline here. Because this is the timeline as I know it. We've got uh, Terminator, Sergeant Reese. They go 
back in time and find Sarah Connor in order to make sure she's dead so she doesn't have baby John Connor, who's the only one who can stop the Terminators. Well, he's he's the one that leads the human yes, he resistance. Leads the resistance in okay. yeah, yeah. So that's where the Terminator began. And then we had the one uh, with the uh, Terminator, the, the two. same CGI from the Abyss. I would, I'd really appreciate it if you would just recognize this film. But like, Terminator Two is probably the greatest sci-fi action movie ever made, without Michael Bean. And Actually, he's in the deleted scenes. I own five different <laughs> Blu-rays of Terminator Two. Like, this is one of what? my favorite movies what? of all time. What? Why five? Because they all have different special features. Oh. You're a sucker. I'm. L- l- listen, I'm just like Back to the Future, like Superman the movie, um, Terminator 2. Like these are some uh, Ghostbusters. Like these films, if you will put them out on Blu-ray, DVD, VHS, Laserdisc, like, and you will put a, a special feature or an interview or something that I have not already seen, I'll buy it. Okay. Yes, but this is all before the YouTube. Anyway. I get it. I, right. Whatever. I understand mm-hmm. it. But I'm just saying like. Terminator 2, I, I need I need to make sure people understand, is one of my favorite films of all time. That's like, the thumbs up being lowered into the hot metal thing? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, like, that, that's why I don't watch it over and over. It makes me sad. It's, it is just a, it is a spectacular film. I remember just having my face melted as an 11-year-old boy watching this, just going, oh my goodness. And like, now as I'm nearing... Wait, 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 wait. Wasn't Terminator 2 also R? Yes. And you'd already seen the first Terminator, which was R? Yes. My uh, my uncle um, I see. would often let me do things that my mother did not approve of. I see. And Is she just now finding out? She, I, my, I don't think my mother cares a lot about my accomplishments. I don't <laughs> think she listens to this podcast. <laughs> okay, whatever. I think she's vaguely aware that her son does something with radio like that's... That's about it. I, I, that's it. But yeah, she. But she, not with the Carter she's, family. She's she's not listening to this. Okay, like, so so that's the basic timeline, and all I know is now you've got Sarah Connor looking amazing, and then you have Arnold, but Arnold isn't the Terminator. He's a guy. I think I read that, and then you've got maybe a a teenage Terminator and maybe a kid. I know her, and I have to protect her because she's me or because I was her. Something like that. That's all I know. Now, it's worth noting that Sarah Connor uh, and uh, Linda Linda Hamilton, mm-hmm. like in turn, are also, I believe, in their 60s okay, I have to look that up. at this point. Like yes. she was 20-something in 84 during the original Terminator. Mm-hmm. We are nearing 40 years after that. So if I'm doing my math correctly, she's in her late 50s to early 60s. And I'm telling you this right now. I would not pick a fight with Linda Hamilton in this movie. By the way, Linda Hamilton is not Linda Carter. No, no. Again, Carter's in neither of the movies that we are reviewing. Yeah, she is uh, 63. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, she could knock my teeth out in this movie. Like, for for someone uh, in their 60s, like, she is in remarkable shape and is probably the standout performance from this film. And another person not in this movie, Princess Buttercup, Robin Wright. <laughs> that's <laughs> uh, of everything she has done. That's was it like we're not gonna we're not gonna acknowledge her work in House of Cards. Well, what I'm saying Forrest is, Gump. She like, she reminds me kind of like um, Linda Hamilton in that she is over fifty, 
I don't think she's 60 yet, but she's in amazing shape. And if you didn't realize that in House of Cards, you noticed that in Wonder Woman. And has a formidable Yes. Like presence. Both of them do. But not so much as Princess Buttercup. So not a, no, she's not very intense as Buttercup. No. But as, that's as that's just wish. what I'm saying. As, as these wish. as these women have aged, they have just powered up. Yeah. And and like I said, she she is probably the best thing about this movie. And of, of all the inferior sequels to ter- like Terminator Two again. One of my favorite movies, top five, probably top four. I hardly remember any of the others. I, One was Rise of the Machines. That's a title. Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, okay. Terminator Salvation, and Terminator Genesis. Uh, they're, they're all terrible. They're awful. I don't think I've seen all of them. And do you know what all of them lack? Linda Hamilton. They're, she, they either recast the role, uh, say that she's dead, or like basically just kind of... Maybe mention the character in passing. So, timeline-wise, I also recall in the second one, Linda, I mean, um, Sarah Connor was in the nut house because she kept saying, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. Well, she was in the nut house because she kept telling people that a machine from the future Mm -hmm. came back in time to kill her unborn son because he was the leader of Mm -hmm. the human resistance in the future and stopped the machines that had come back in time to kill her. Makes sense. Um, To be fair, she was telling the truth. Yes. Um, Unfortunately... um, it sounded crazy to them, and any evidence of this had been cleared from the site. So um, she sounded kind of crazy. So where is she in this now? Obviously, that was all in the past. Are we having lots of flashbacks? Or Where timeline? Do we just ignore the three bad movies Terminator, in this film? Terminator 3, Terminator Salvation, and Terminator Genesis did Never not happen. happen. Okay. So in, this is in the right same after way, 2. The, the Halloween movie yes. that came out last year that said, okay, none of the Halloweens that came after the original mm-hmm. Halloween happened. This is, for all intents and purposes, a direct sequel to the original. Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 happened, and then there were no Terminator movies and Until now it's 2019. Point. Okay, so last she knows, Arnold's character becomes the good Terminator, and he gets all melty, and her kid's a teenager with hair in his eyes, and... Well, there. evidently with this one, uh, they st- they kept sending Terminators back to try to kill John. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, they prevent Skynet. They prevent Skynet from ever happening, like, but they are, they are sending the, like, before the ripple of time can erase that they're still sending terminators back mm-hmm. and um one of them does eventually kill john mm-hmm. so she 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 stopped the future she saved three billion lives but at the end of the day she still loses her son um there is actually a really intense scene where she explains and kind of like tells what she what she goes through every day and explains why like she's still alive after and like like I said she's giving a powerhouse performance in this thing uh-huh. and like you you feel like for this character that has driven herself to do all this stuff and and lost the thing that was basically driving her like the entire time so you could actually have a thesis because I know back in the day Stay with me. Sure. E.T., not in this movie, but some people did 
write about E.T. as a sacrificial Christ figure. So, John Connor, are you catching? I could, you could, yeah. you could you make could, that. Yes, especially with the initials. Um, Arnold's uh, character within this is actually a Terminator. He is still a Terminator, but he is a Terminator that has just that it's it's been around for thirty years. He's one of the Terminators that was trying to stop. Um, that was sent back in time, but Sky by Skynet. Uh-huh. But after John was killed, like his his program was done. Uh-huh. So he just hung out. He was just he, and he was I, able I to grow facial hair. I don't want to go. Well, I mean, keep in mind it establishes in the first movie that the Terminators can blend in. Like eventually, uh. they gave him you know bad breath. That's the reason why they're they're covered in human flesh. Like okay. you. Um, they're made so that they can blend in. Now, so this basically starts out with John Connor has been killed. Um, it doesn't exactly start there. It gets to that. But, but like within the first half hour, that's the impetus of the film. Well, I mean, the central thrust in most of these movies have been John Connor. Mm-hmm. Like the first one, it's before John's born, we have to kill him. In the second one, John is born, we have to kill him. Mm-hmm. In the third one, John Connor, like they're showing him kind of taking that into the the future salvation stars Christian Bale as John Connor and Terminator Genesis has John Connor somehow being blended with the machine. And now he's the Terminator being sent back in time to blah, blah, blah. It's a bunch of nonsense. Don't watch Genesis. Um, But like, or nemesis, John, Star Trek, John Connor, like has really been like, even if he is not a character that is within it, he is the central thrust of all of these movies. John's dead. In this movie, like he he's a he's a side story like he's but he's not actually in it. And that's the that's a first for the series, really, because he has basically been Sarah, John and the Terminator have been kind of the the thing that all of them seem to include. Mm -hmm. And John is gone in this one. And so the purpose is to do John's work. Wow, this really is getting religious. Uh well, or is the purpose to go, Q. Huey Lewis, back in time or back to the future to prevent John from being killed? Well, okay, no. Okay. Sarah and John have prevented the future that Skynet and the Terminators, as we know them, exist. They, okay. they basically that that little patch before you get to the the end credits mm-hmm. on Terminator Two, where she was like, "There's a future. There's hope. You know, we've destroyed this. Blah blah blah." You know, maybe you can change the future. There's no fate but what we make for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's saying that, yeah, we prevented we prevented Skynet. We prevented all that. But there is a new AI that has taken its place. Like, is it Jude Law? No. No. Or, or Haley Joel Osment. That would have been, that would have been fun. If, 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 if a little um, It's a legacy. Legion. Legion is the name of the. It's Will Smith. No. No, not I am. No, not I am Legion. That's not even the name of the movie. I am Legend was the oh. name of that movie. What? See, <laughs> you still you still knew where I was going. Um, they they have the new ter- Terminators that are featured in the uh, preview. The one that like has the 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 polymimetic alloy, but it's done over Is like an polymimetic a real thing like a an it's a real thing. Planet, it's a or? real thing in this universe, in so much as an M class planet is okay. a real thing within. But polymimetic alloy does not exist in the reality that you and I are currently in. So we could just say that, yeah, 
and most people might believe it. I mean, it it sounds sciencey enough. As does quadro triticale. Yeah, sure. I'm just saying, like, if you if you if you can't say that it doesn't exist, maybe it does. All right. <laughs> How, however, like that's that's basically what gets you up there. The other character that you're seeing, the the female that is fighting the Terminator in most of those previews, is actually not a Terminator. She is a human, but she's augmented. Ah. So like she's got like basically they they've put think th- they've taken the human chassis and like they've put it over like a like a Hemi engine. Like mm-hmm. she's you know she's stronger. Like she has uh like she's capable of doing things that humans are not Isn't normally. That kind of the thing in the Terminator TV show, which by the way was really awesome, wasn't that? Her situation. The are you talking about? Um, I forgot what it was called. The the one that the girl from Serenity. Firefly, Firefly. Yeah, yeah, that one. She no, she was she was a Terminator. Oh, okay, never Which mind. Which I it rarely gets mentioned, and normally it gets steamrolled by the the garbage sequels to Terminator. But the Sarah Connor Chronicles was actually not a bad show. Yeah. It's, a, it's not superior to either of the Terminator movies, but like I don't think it ever got yeah. its due. I mean, I, mm-hmm. honest to goodness. Mm-hmm. If there is one casting of Sarah Connor that it doesn't work like Linda Hamilton, but uh, Linda Hetty played Sarah Connor in the Sarah Connor Chronicles. And like I said, it was actually a pretty good show that mm-hmm. really never got its due, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, now that we've gone down all these rabbit holes right. and you like the movie? It is the best of the Terminator sequels that have come out since Terminator 2. It is not in any way superior to Terminator 2. There's a lot of stupid points in this movie that if you sit down and think of them, you're, you're going, well, that doesn't make sense. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you have done this? Or, oh my goodness, I just watched that thing like kill 37 people. Why hasn't it killed that one person Right there, besides the fact that they're a main character, um, you get a lot of that. Um, on, on, honest to goodness, in a perfect world, if if I got to have the Terminator movie that I wanted, like I would have liked it if James Cameron in like 1995 or 1996 would have done a legitimate sequel to Terminator Three with 90s Arnold, 90s Linda, Ham- Linda Hamilton. Edward Furlong, and like he wrote it, he directed it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's too busy making the subpar Avatar movies right now and not making sequels to things that I want to see. However, um, Avatar made $2.7 billion, so. Now this was, is what really surprised me because you and I tend to like similar things and I knew you liked the movie. Um, it's being touted as a box office bomb because it opened to 29 million which is only like 2 or 3 million more than terminator genesis made right now critically like i have read some reviews out there most of them are agreeing with me like it's it's the best sequel they mm-hmm. have done but it's still not terminator 2 like i i think ultimately it is going to suffer from godfather 3 syndrome mm. like godfather 2 is just a spectacular movie there's no way to get around that. Godfather 3, which was up for Best Picture, like 
it's actually a pretty good movie. There's a lot of things that the movie does right, but it had to follow up to Godfather Part Two. Dark Knight Rises is actually a really good movie, but it's a follow-up to The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, like, is iconic. You've got a lot of good things in Dark Knight Rises, like uh, Tom Hardy's Bane is really interesting, but it doesn't work as well as its predecessor. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately for Terminator Dark Fate, it's a a follow-up after several movies have tarnished the name Terminator over the last... 30 years, almost 30 years at this point. And it's just, it's not better than the sequel that it now right. chronologically follows. I still think I would enjoy it immensely. It, I, I, I'm, that's why I'm making sure to say like, it, it's, it's enjoyable enough. There's a lot of stupid logic points that if you will, if you'll gloss over, you can still enjoy the movie. Any catchphrases? Um, no, I mean, they, they play around with I'll be back like a little bit. Um, it doesn't get into that. I, a lot of the comedy in like when uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger like puts on like the star, he's got like sparkly glasses Mm -hmm. that are shaped like a star in Terminator three. Like I was just like, I don't, you guys evidently didn't watch the first two movies. (laughs) The, the humor in this one is not like, it doesn't feel like it's, it's in a juxtaposition to the franchise. Like, it it feels a lot more like a sequel to Terminator 2 proper than anything else they've done. At any point, do they say, I'm getting too old for this? Or No, okay. no, it doesn't. It doesn't go into lethal weapon tor- territory. Okay. All right. But uh, Black and Blue, okay. Terminator Dark Fate, a pretty good movie. It's it's pretty good. Not, not better than Terminator 2, but uh, ultimately I think this is going to be a not like... Terminator 3 had said, oh, well, when this movie works, we're going to do this. And it didn't. Mm -hmm. Terminator Salvation um, said it was the beginning of a trilogy. And it was not. Terminator Genesis said this is the beginning of a new trilogy. And it wasn't. I think ultimately, like, this is a film that should have happened 25 years ago. Mm -hmm. And it has such an uphill battle with the other terrible sequels that kept tarnishing the name of Terminator that you either you're going to have to wait an extended amount of time so that people can get the bad taste out of their mouth. Cause I'm Terminator Genesis was what? 2015, 2016. Like it's maybe three or four years ago. I'm saying like they have just, they, they have taken this franchise and ran it into the ground that not even bringing back Linda Hamilton and, well, I mean, Schwarzenegger has been in almost all of them. Um, even having that, it, it, it's a legacy sequel in as much as like Force Awakens was. Like Harrison Ford returns to the franchise for the first time since Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And like people wanted that. People wanted that in episode one. They've, they've always said, we want Harrison Ford back as Han Solo. And you finally gave it to him. And like $2 billion later, obviously Disney was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they wanted Han Solo. Harrison Ford is Han Solo. Mm-hmm. And this one, like I said, e- even bringing back those legacy characters, and I'm telling you, like Linda Hamilton is the standout. Apparently, it wasn't enough to for people to just be like Salvation, Terminator Three, uh, Terminator Genesis. Like people are still just like, yeah, no, I'm. I'll just I'll go back and watch my my Blu-ray of mm-hmm. Terminator Two. 
I, I do not have the feeling like I think this movie cost 185 yeah, something like million that. dollars, which is more expensive than like some of the smaller budget Marvel movies. Um, it's crossed, I think, the hundred million dollar mark worldwide. It's going to have a very hard time getting to profitability and profitability or breaking even does not get you a sequel. Extreme profitability does. And I can't see them like maybe this thing opens huge in China and it gets a sequel. But I honestly can't see this getting the trilogy that mm -hmm. they were kind of saying that they, they might have wanted. Mm -hmm. I'm bummed. Yeah. Anyway, I still want to see it. Thank you so much for attending these. Uh, next, I expect to hear Frozen 2. I, I believe it's, what is it, the 22nd or? It's a, it's, it's this coming. month. Yeah. yeah. It's very and new. And something else? Uh, Frozen 2 is really what I've been hearing about in my house. Well, I mean, the first the first one did make. A gajillion know, dollars. I, I think it was just a billion. But yeah, I mean. Just a billion well, I mean, it was eight years ago. This is before, like, every film and its brother. Like, Makes a billion dollars. Well, I mean, every Disney movie mm -hmm. made made a billion dollars. Let's see, what is it? It's so November 8th, we're getting met Last Christmas, huh? Playing With Fire, the, the John Cena movie, and Midway. Oh, Dr. Sleep, that has uh, stars Obi-Wan Kenobi, and it's a uh, it's based on The Shining. It's not his name. What <laughs> if it was? I'd really now we do have Ford versus Ferrari, which has got uh, Matt Damon and Christian Bale in it. That one actually looks pretty interesting. That one's coming up on the fifteenth. No, I just met this coming week, and I'm just I'm not didn't know any of these movies existed. Well, I mean, like I said, it, it's not as ripe as the sum. Now November twenty second, which also has Frozen two and. It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, starring Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers. And I haven't even seen it, but what does the Academy love? Tom Hanks. And the movie based on a real guy. There was a, there was a fantastic, oh, what was it? was the, the Onion had a headline. It was, <laughs> Tom Hanks will not stop until he has portrayed every living American. Like... <laughs> I was just like, I, I know it's from The Onion, but I want that to be true. <laughs> just Tom Hanks starts, literally makes movies out of all 350 million Americans. Like <laughs> I'd watch that. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. I realize it, it could have been hard to stay with this, but again. If you've listened to this podcast yeah, before, this it's nothing normal. out of the, it's no, not out of it the really ordinary. isn't. <laughs> Uh, the Onion. So many good times there. Anyway, uh, we'll be back with another one next week. Hey, maybe even I'll... Eh, I probably won't go to the movies. I'm too busy watching TV. But thank you for listening to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. <laughs>